Well, last week I went to the shoe store and the employee who was helping me brought out a pair of very nice, very expensive sneakers that as soon as I slipped them on, I knew that I was in big trouble. They were the coziest, most cushioned, most comfortable shoes I'd ever had the distinct pleasure of putting on my two feet and it felt like walking on air. I immediately knew I just had to buy these extremely comfortable shoes. And so I did. And before buyer's remorse could kick all the way in, when I got home, I cracked open the readings for this Sunday to start working on this homily. And I read the first words of the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, and I felt immediately and totally affirmed by the Lord in my choice. Comfort. Give comfort to my people, says your God. <laughs> ah, yes. Comfort. Give me comfort. Give me comfortable shoes, Lord. That's the kind of message that we would really like to hear from the Lord, isn't it? We like to be comfortable. It's normal to want that. And truth be told, it's actually really quite wonderful to be comfortable. It is a great and precious good to not be in pain to have the opportunity to just kind of relax and be at peace, to have the privilege of wearing very, very comfortable shoes. But then we come up against our gospel passage this Sunday, and we meet this rather uncomfortable guy named St. John the Baptist. So let me ask you this. Is St. John the Baptist comfortable? What do you think? It's kind of an intriguing question, right? On the surface, you might say, no, absolutely not. Just look at what we know about him. He lives out in the middle of the desert alone. He undergoes intense daily penances. He wears itchy camel's hair. He only eats bugs and honey. How can any of that be comfortable? And yet, I think that this question, is St. John the Baptist comfortable, is actually sort of tricky. Because... I would argue anyways that he is actually very comfortable. Wait, what? What do I mean by that? Well, I mean this. St. John the Baptist is comfortable being uncomfortable. John is very comfortable not having a warm bed. The desert is just fine for him. He is very comfortable with itchy camel's hair. It makes no difference to him what he wears. He's very comfortable munching on locusts and a bit of honey. He has enough to eat, and so that's enough for him. John is also very, very comfortable making the people around him feel sort of uncomfortable. He's comfortable calling himself and others around him to a deeper conversion. He says, repent, acknowledge your sins. That is uncomfortable. He's comfortable preaching the truth when it is not convenient for himself it would eventually lead to him losing his head. He's comfortable being persecuted and resisted by the Pharisees who are asking him, who do you think you are? He's comfortable with not being the Messiah, with being only the voice of one crying out in the desert, only the precursor, only the messenger. He's quite comfortable proclaiming that somebody else is coming after him who is far mightier, far more important than he is, and that he's not even worthy of untying the thongs of that other person's sandals. So yes, he's very, very comfortable being uncomfortable. What about us? Are we willing to get pushed out of our comfort zones 
so as to grow closer to God and become more free, more and more humble, more detached from the world and everything that it offers us. And if I'm being honest with myself, the answer for me is often no, because I really, really, really like comfortable shoes. And I'm speaking metaphorically, of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having comfy shoes. But there is everything wrong with propping up comfort as the ultimate goal in my life. And truth be told, I sometimes worship comfort instead of Jesus. C.S. Lewis once wrote this, if you look for truth, you may find comfort in the end. But if you look for comfort, he warns, you will not get either comfort or truth, only soft soap and wishful thinking to begin, and in the end, despair. So take a moment and look at your own heart. Ask the Lord this, am I comfortable being uncomfortable, Lord? Or have I at times placed my own personal comfort as the ultimate goal of my life, ahead of truth, ahead of your will for me, Jesus? And if you're like me, and if you said, yeah, I'm way too attached to my comfy shoes, well then there's good news. Because our second reading from the second letter of St. Peter is very encouraging. It says this, the Lord is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God wants nothing more than to give us the greatest of all comforts, the comfort of salvation, of eternal life with him in heaven. That's what the book of the prophet Isaiah is actually preaching in the first reading this week when it says, comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. It has nothing to do with worldly comfort. It's all about that deep, lasting comfort of God's forgiveness and God's love, of knowing that the Lord is about to, to make a move that he's about to come and rescue us. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. Here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs. How comforting is that? Carrying them in his bosom, leading the ewes with care. Our Heavenly Father greatly desires to give us that kind of comfort, the comfort of eternal life in heaven. And in the end, this world will totally dissolve and God will create a new heavens and a new earth where there will be no more pain and no more tears, only sheer bliss, perfect peace, and perfect comfort. But I don't know if you've noticed, but we're not quite there yet. And so now's the time to push beyond our comfort zones, accept our daily crosses, and so prepare the way of the Lord. Now's the time to get a little comfortable with being uncomfortable. I will offer a very simple and somewhat silly example that I think proves a much deeper point. And I got his, his permission before sharing this story. So we all know Father Kyle, right? Father Kyle is one of the simplest guys that I know. And one of the ways that he makes himself a little bit more comfortable with being uncomfortable is that he never buys any brand name food. So for instance, instead of buying Oreos, he buys off-brand Twist and Shouts. You can find these at Walmart. 
and they look terrible. They're like, they're just knockoff Oreos. That's all they are. But why does he do that? What's the reason? Well, <laughs> he doesn't want to get too used to the good stuff. He wants to be a little bit uncomfortable. And that is a very simple, everyday sort of penance. But we also need to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable with much bigger things as well, especially with our vocations that God has called us to live out. My spiritual director recently told me this. At some point, the parish is going to break you. <laughs> now, what does that mean? What did he mean by that? Well, what he mean, meant is that my priestly responsibilities are supposed to push me close to the edge. They are intended to test me, to get me out of my comfort zone, to bring me face to face with the limits of my own broken humanity. And that is very normal. That's what's supposed to happen. I need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. The same can be said about your vocations, about marriage and family life. So your family, your spouse, is going to push you to the limits if they haven't already, right? If they haven't brought you to, to the breaking point, right? Your household responsibilities are going to break you at some point. Your kids will test every ounce of your human strength. And that is normal. It might not be pleasant. It might not be what we want to hear, but it's normal. So get comfortable being uncomfortable. One of the biggest lies that we are pummeled with just about every single day is this one. You have to do what makes you feel good, what makes you feel fulfilled. Do what makes you happy. You deserve it. Well, no. We have to stay true to our promises. We need to be committed to our responsibilities. We must remain ever humble before the truth. So yeah, it's not always comfortable being a mom. It's not always comfortable being a dad. It's not always comfortable being married. It's not always comfortable being single. It's not always comfortable raising kids. It's not always comfortable being a priest. It's not always comfortable doing the right thing. It's not comfortable living in a world that often opposes Christian morality. It's not comfortable to see the people you love the most make mistakes. It's not comfortable getting older. It's not comfortable dealing with sickness. It's not comfortable dealing with the reality of death. But it's like what Pope Benedict XVI said, you are not made for comfort. You are made for greatness. And whether we like it or not, all that experience of testing and discomfort is part of what eventually, by God's grace, transforms us into saints. So as we continue our journey toward Christmas together, let's be more okay with being uncomfortable. Let's uh, maybe try picking up a new penance. Give up some creature comfort. Maybe, maybe go and buy Twist and Shouts instead of Oreos. But why? Out of love for God. Out of love for God so that we can be a little bit more empty, a little bit more free, free like St. John the Baptist, free to receive the Savior of the world.